This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A mining tycoon. A strange insurance product. Stop motion ace bandages? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, the show going through every episode of 80s anthology horror show Tales from the Dark Side. My name is Jen Hansen. With me are my two favorite Matts, Matt Rose and Matt Nas. Hey. Hello. Hello. How are you, gentlemen? I'm doing well. Great. Great. Good. Very excited about this episode. I am too. This is a good one. It was. It was a good one. It I was not expecting a whole lot, and it, you know, it it was funny when it ended. We all kind of looked at each other, and we didn't know what to do because it wasn't bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like we were it's it's like we were worried about a bomb, and we had to pick which wire to cut, and we cut the right one. But for a second, we weren't sure, and we were like, "Is this okay?" And it didn't go off in it our didn't face, go off, right? Yeah. And we were okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the description. I don't have it ready. You guys cover me. Talk about um, anything. So, Well, while you're looking up the description, the name of this episode was Life Bomb. Life Bomb. I, I So before, uh, before we actually get what the description of the show is, uh, we all wrote down what we thought this episode was. Oh, yes. <clears throat> uh, Maddie, what'd you write down? So... <clears throat> I was thinking that it was going to be kind of something like um, Star Trek II. Uh, oh, with Genesis? Was, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be either something like that or <laughs> like something that a friend of mine had told me when I was in junior high, that the Venus flytrap was um, was a plant that they were able to trace to be from like around a, a crater from a meteor or something, where it was like, ooh, like... You know, either it was alien life or something. So, you know, I was thinking of something along those lines. I mean, granted, that's not where Venus flight traps came from, but. But it's middle school. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jen, what was yours? I wrote down life bomb. It's a bomb that's alive, like a bomb with thoughts and feelings that doesn't want to blow up and die. Oh, God. And it's just. It's a self-aware bomb. (laughs) And it's just at the end, the bomb saying. No. Yes. Please don't drop me. Yes. Yeah. It's real dark. I wrote down uh, Life Bomb, an insurance policy sold by the devil. Oh. (laughs) Okay, now I know why your reaction happened. Okay, all right. So I I thought I was super close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of close. Kind of. What it actually was, was a CEO working himself to death receives an offer of a special service designed to keep him alive. This episode aired October 6th, 1985. This is season two, episode two, uh, entitled Life Bomb, starring Bill Macy and Samantha Harper. Uh, Some interesting facts about Bill Macy and Samantha Harper. Uh, William H. Macy had to change his name, had to, was going by Bill Macy, but had to add, had to go by William H. Macy because Bill Macy was already in all of the acting unions. Oh, so I was going to ask okay. if yeah. he was if it was William H Macy's father, right? Um, 
Uh, it doesn't seem to be, at least from this IMDb description. Uh, the actress, Samantha Harper, who plays his wife in this episode, is his real-life wife. They have been married since 1975. Oh, wow. He is still alive. He's 95 years old. What? Whoa. Yeah. And they're still married? Yeah. Holy smoke. Crazy kids making it work. Uh, it was directed by Frank, not Brian De Palma, and written by Michael Kuby McDowell. From, uh, his, from his story. Yes. Yep. Uh, from his his story, uh, this is the only IMDb credit that Michael Kuby McDowell has. Kuby, Kuby, Kuby. Oh, um, I was not anticipating this episode to be as as good as it was. Yeah, this turned out to be a good one. Yeah, um, I, 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 when I saw the name, I just to myself. I had already given it an internal score of like three. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, as we're watching it, like I was getting a little frustrated with, you know, with, uh, you know, this part or that part. But uh, on a whole, it it wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what to do. Um, well, yeah. I think what it comes down to is that man, man lives, lives in, in a sunlit, sunlit world, world of what he, what he believes to be reality. reality. But, but there, there is, unseen by most, most an underworld, a place, place that's just as real, but, but not, not as brightly lit. lit. A, dark a dark side. side. <laughs> <laughs> we have to work on getting that in perfect, perfect unison. <laughs> unison. Uh, the door to the dark side swings wide open, and we are greeted with the season two font, and it says <laughs> life bomb. It's like American typewriter, I, I yeah. feel like, is the font. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It totally is. And I was like, "All right, are we in a museum?" Yeah. So, did, what I had what I'd written down is that it looked like the lobby of a UN type building. Like it was very cold and sterile. Yep. Very um, brutalist. So yeah, brutal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Dimly so it was lit. Like the Renaissance Center. Though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a museum uh, of an office is what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of modern art, but. Um, you know, cold stone sculptures and uh, very dimly lit. Um, and you see a man walking over to a desk that has two glasses on it. One is a glass of water. One is a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. And then there are a variety of pills, pills on the tray. And then from there... He drops he drops an Elka-Seltzer in there, but I wrote Bromo-Seltzer. <laughs> I'm sure it was a Bromo-Seltzer. <laughs> We find out that this guy, uh, he's in charge. Is Basically, this is his office. The word mind pack. I like yeah. mind pack. Yeah, it, I, I wrote mind pack and then underlined it. it. Basically, they have like that four sections of the globe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hemispheres of the globe just torn apart with mind pack over it. Um, he sees the milk and... and, and mind freak. <laughs> He does magic for at least ten minutes, like he just old fashioned street magic, (laughs) reminding us of the episode Levitation. You want to see a magic trick? Yeah, you want to see magic tricks coming to this tent? I can't separate Chris Angel, the Chris Angel performer, from the Chris Angel character on South Park anymore. That was just like twelve. He would just say, "So he'd say, mind freak twelve." <laughs> it was, but it was very stupid. That's all. 
We go into a segment of the show that I like to call business, business, business. Oh, this is so business, business, business. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it was business, business, business? Or because, um, I mean, for a while, there was also politics, politics, business, business. Oh, there was there politics, was, yeah. politics. Uh, what we m- what we glean from business talk is mine pack is a mining operation. And they just had a pretty major fuck up mm-hmm. that killed a bunch of miners. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy is trying to smooth it all out. Mm-hmm. Mr. Martin. Um, yeah, he uh, yeah, he doesn't seem he doesn't seem very happy that. Uh, well, apparently, you know, the miners are dead and they're settling or they're trying to settle uh, with the families. Mm-hmm. And this is going to cost the company a lot of money. Yeah. This is causing him some serious grief. And, and serious indigestion. Yes, yes. Um, so during this, do you think that's why he drinks the milk? Is I think so. I think oh, that's yeah. an old thing that milk would soothe your stomach. Soothe your stomach, yeah, yeah. totally. Instead of give that. you yeah. uncontrollable, uncontrollable diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> which is what it does to me now. Yeah. 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 Oh, can yeah. you imagine just drinking a glass of whole milk oh. and oh, then God, just no. playing a waiting game oh. called? <laughs> <laughs> now talk about your life bombs. But roulette, yeah. <laughs> That's a life bomb. Now that's a life bomb. <laughs> now that's a life bomb. <laughs> In walks Kelly, his high-tech office worker. Yes. This office has the dumbest doors I think I've ever seen. I didn't because he had to unlock the door from his command center. Okay. What? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a control panel and it opened the door like oh, Star right. Trek style. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Did you get the feeling that they were like underground? Were there windows? There were. There were windows oh, okay. and you could see you could see buildings okay. in the background. So yeah. it's not like they themselves were in a mind? No. No. A mine, not a mind. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> Do they Okay, so it's business, business, business forever. Then all of a sudden it's like, hey, somebody from Vita Eterna is here to see you. Keeps wanting to see you. The man from Vita, Vita Eterna Assurance Insurance Company wants to see you. I'd rather it was Assurance, though, and he just sat there and told him he was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at you, full of pep and vinegar. <laughs> the picture of health. Nothing. Look, nothing's going to take you down, my friend. Come Drink on, more sport. milk. Have another milk. <laughs> <laughs> Have another bromo seltzer and get yourself back out on that horse. Here's what ails you. I mean, sure, some miners died enough. Mind that you made them dig, but who cares? Come on, live your dreams. All right, I'm out of here. Boom. His name is Henry Harris. Henry Harris. And he is wearing a red jacket. And that's when I said out loud, I'm fucking right. That's right. (laughs) This is an insurance policy that is sold by the devil. Do you still think that to be true? No, I okay. don't think it is. I think, but I do think it's it's a little Faustian. Mm-hmm. I, I will. Oh, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Henry uh, Henry Harris presents the life bomb, a life saving apparatus attached to your back that can. Wait, I just want to. I just want to go back just a couple seconds. Sure. Before he even demonstrates before he even really starts to describe what this is he he puts something in front of the door yeah he, oh, he, he blocks bar- the door yeah he blocks he blocks the door and the guy's like what are you doing 
Um, and he's like, trust me, you won't want people to interrupt us. This is important. And that's when he starts to go into the, you know, the whole monorail shuffle, right? Where he's, he's telling him, yeah, this is like the... Brockton Villa, North Haverbrook. And, put and by God, on, put them on, on the map. map. <laughs> this is exactly like the vacuum salesman who throws dirt on the carpet. Yeah. Like, yeah. hi, ladies and gentlemen, throws the dirt. Ma'am, do you want to try your old-fashioned vacuum cleaner? Or this vacuum, this Kirby vacuum cleaner of the future. Kirby is like the ultimate door-to-door yep. vacuum. Meaning to say that I have one. Do you? <laughs> uh, no, well, my mom has one. Yeah. It's a great vacuum. It's a great vacuum, but it is... Uh, oh, it's heck. like a thousand dollars and a thousand pounds. It is a thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. We just got a melee. Ooh. Yeah. That's fancy. It is fancy. You know what I have? What? A Roomba. Roombas are awesome. I turn it on and then I don't do anything. Does it work well? It works okay. Um, it's dumb and it'll get stuck on stuff. Okay. So like if you have like a, a little bit of a jump between like your kitchen mm-hmm. and the rest of the floor, um, it'll get stuck and it'll sit there and it just keeps trying to go over and over. Sometimes it makes it. Aww. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but if you're trying to work from home and you just hear it going and then like beep, beep. Like, you just want to kick it. You want to kick it real me. hard. Yeah, exactly. I'm stuck. Yeah, it's it's just like... It's I such done a, it again. It's such a sad sack, right? Like, Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe you should just go back to the broom. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, I can't eat no more dirt. <laughs> I'm full. <laughs> I wish I was smart like a Dyson. <laughs> but I'm dumb like a Roomba. Well, best I better drive my head into a closet for four hours. <laughs> If you've ever had a Roomba, that that stopped being funny because because you just sit there and you watch it and you're like, don't what? I thought you were supposed to learn. Why don't you learn? So like, what I've had to do is I've had to put obstacles in front of the things I know it's gonna get trouble. Like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you just put gates up. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a This dummy, is what so. we're doing instead of talking about this episode <laughs> because it's actually pretty good. <laughs> For a moment I was I felt bad about getting off on vacuum talk, but no, this this is a shiny penny. Yeah. It's a real yeah. shiny penny. <laughs> Boy, I'm full. <laughs> I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> I wish I was back on that charging station. That's where my friends are. Would you read me my instructions again? Like he needs to hear his own instructions. Like Roomba will learn the layout of his room. Oh, I'm trying. Wait, I know I was here before. I got turned around. Roomba, why are you lost? 
there's a caramel wrapper in my wheel. Oh, I'm so tired. I've been spinning all day. <laughs> Matt Rose just openly weeping. <laughs> just so sad it's true. <laughs> guys, it, I mean, like, it's cool when it works, right? Because, like, it, like, I have three cats. And sure. There's, like, fur all over the place. But it's supposed to be smart. Like, they, they really... Like push how smart this thing is, right? I mean, like the crying out loud, the the name of the company is iRobot, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're expecting it to be like three possibly three uprising, laws of yeah. yeah, yeah, smart, and it is not. I'm smart for a floor circle. <laughs> if you compare me to like a plate on the floor, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> Why must you look for me to be intelligent? It's just me, floor circle. <laughs> Ugh, look at that hair clump. No <laughs> way I'm picking that up. I'll just rub my body over it, over it. Well, I guess I got a couple strands. I don't feel so good. Or I'm tired. I'm gonna stop working right here. Oh, I froed up more hair than I picked up. Froed up. Uh. So he gets this insurance pitch. Yeah, Henry Harris is throwing down his insurance pitch. Yeah. He's blocked the door. He's barricaded him in, and he said, "Look, I got the future on my back." And uh, what is Bill Macy's name in this? Uh, Martin. Martin. Martin's like, yeah, whatever. All right, sounds like a, a load of hooey. And Harris is like, oh, no, allow me to demonstrate. And there is a spot, a blinking red spot on his tie, on Harris's tie, uh, sort of like a very low-rent um, Iron Man. Or like the things in Logan's Run that mm, they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he presses this spot and he blows up. Wasn't that the end of Act One? Uh, uh, end of the Act One is uh, so. Then Martin runs around the desk mm. and he looks, and there is uh, there is Harris. He's in an orange cocoon. See, when I first saw it, I thought it was like one of those sugar like glazed sugar cookies that you get, <laughs> like when you go to a bakery or something. Like I looked at it and it was like, what the fuck is that thing? It looks like a huge pile of that um, that insulation, that spray insulation foam. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Spray okay. foam. All right. Yeah. A it, more it looks like that. it looks like spray foam covered in ace bandages. Yes. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Yeah. All right. And meanwhile, so like this bomb goes off, this beeping thing won't shut up, mm-hmm. and then Kelly, his uh, secretary, is like, "Are you okay, Mr. Martin?" Are Mr. You Martin, okay? Mr. Martin, are you okay? Mr. I Martin? heard a noise. I heard a noise, Miss. Mr. Martin, are you there? Are you there, Mr. Martin? Mr. Martin, please, please answer the door. I've called security. Answer the door, prick. Uh, it goes on for quite a while. Uh, finally, a little, a little hatch, little front bit. Yeah, opens. basically, like. 
Yeah, it's like a hatch. Okay. Like a hatch opens up. He just kind of pushes it up, and then mm-hmm. he's got a... Uh, he's in egg crate, yeah. basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, ha-ha! Clean as a whistle, sharp as a thistle. Ha-ha! Vita Eterna! <laughs> Buy it before it gets cold. <laughs> when he, and he starts going into all the things he can do, right? Like, it can feed you morphine. It can feed you... We can stop the bleeding. Saline. Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll expand to stop bleeding. Um, if you're in pain, it'll give you morphine. Or, yeah. So you know, so this medication. was just a demo of this product. Yeah. This um this pack that this cocoon lives in is attached to your back, and there are uh, sensors that are surgically implanted in your body. So this pack will monitor when you could be when it detects you're in danger. Yep. Um, so if you are going to have a heart attack or a stroke or a, a dog attack or whatever, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna pop this cocoon and it's going to it's like a life support system. Well Martin is nonplussed. He's mm-hmm. like, well that's pretty great. Who pays for this? And uh, Henry Harris is like, your insurance company. Yeah, you don't you don't pay a thing. Your insurance company pays for it. Henry Harris is suspicious of this. Oh yeah, Martin Martin wants none of this. Or Martin like, Martin, I'm sorry. Where Martin. he's like, you know what? I just you know like I, I now now I'm not that interested because he's always looking for the uh, the hook, the catch, the hook, yeah. and can't find it. Yeah, I can't find it, and. I don't trust things that are too good to be true, mm-hmm. and this looks too be too too good to be true, and so the guy's like, "Look, look, look, you know the insurance companies pay for it. Here's a list of like our our top clients. Take a look." And he looks at it, and uh, you know, just he's like, "This is the Fortune 500." Like, yeah, yeah, these are these are the big players in the Fortune 500. Like, like he just kind of anybody like, could get this. List. Well, yeah, he just discards it. Like, I know, I know these guys. You know, we play. Well, they don't play record golf. High lie. <laughs> they play high lie together. Yes, Big high lie fans. Yes. yes, they play high lie. It's like the uh, the introduction or the, the beginning of Miami Vice. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he leaves. And I guess it's the next day. Yeah, because now we're back to business, business, business. And they're talking about the, the Wyoming, Wyoming mining accident. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has been affecting mine tech stock. Um, and, uh, our man Martin is getting very stressed out. He does not want to, he doesn't want to pay out this $30 million. Yeah. Why, why should we pay for them? The, the company already, you know, paid them wages. They got what they were promised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, I, yeah, I I wrote like, what a jerk. Um, he goes home and he's stumbling around or whatever. And I thought when he was at his dresser that he was clutching his chest. I thought that he was he was having the big one, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And right. then it's just, I don't know, I, I think he was just changing or something, but like that was really weird. Well, he said later to the doctor, or, or did he say later to uh, Henry or Harris, uh, that he'd been having this more frequent, you know, yes. angina attacks oh, oh, or okay. pain okay. or something. Right. So, um, But so he, like the hall light is on, but the light in the room is off. He walks in, and it's really hard to see, uh, you know, exactly what's going on. And then his wife, like, turns on the light, and she's like, hey, sailor. Coming to bed, sailor. Yeah. So <laughs> did anybody write a description? Because I wrote a description. <laughs> I, did, I did not. No, I would love to hear yours. 
I wrote, it's Lily Tomlin's cousin, Lacey Knighty. <laughs> no, for real. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I have, uh, she is the physical embodiment of the wife from the Lockhearts. <laughs> or the wife from the Lockhorns. Uh, wife from the Lockhorns meets Adrian Barbeau. Yeah. Yeah. But in... In a in a, in but a in swamp thing, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, let me write down twenty three minutes just so I know that I need <laughs> to make an edit there. I'm sorry, that was my mistake. Yeah. I'm not sure what I did to knock the mic over, but yeah, no, that one's weird. Like if it's if it's not if the arm and the a leg aren't lined up it'll fall over well i think i might have it's like hit me it from... doing yoga <laughs> hey! i think i might have hit it from below but all right all right from beneath you and devours. where are we taking it back to um what were you you were saying it looks like adrian barbeau uh from swamp thing yes uh so the wife looks like a combination of uh the the wife from the lockhorns cartoons and adrian barbeau yes from Swamp Thing. Yes. From Swamp Thing. <laughs> yes. Adrian Barbobot. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. So they have this dramatic argument. Uh, it's it's all very soap opera-y, but it's but it's good. I mean, at least they're they're somewhat convincing. He, you know, yeah, she's a, a harpy shrew wife, but clearly he works way too much. Yeah. And she's sick of it. She's rolling around in satin sheets in a little nighty. Yeah. Can we talk and about she, satin sheets for a ugh. second? The grossest, they look right? Disgusting. No, I would never. Oh my god, that would be terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever. I've, I don't think I've ever encountered anyone with satin sheets. No, I've never had a need to sleep. It, it seems like they would sleep hot. I would. It seems. It seems like. Well, I don't know, because silk breathes, right? Like. Yeah, but but satin is uh, is synthetic. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, yeah. that would be. That'd be miserable silk sheets i've never slept on no i would imagine that a silk sheet would be pretty expensive though. Mm-hmm. oh my god that would cost a fortune <laughs> i just sleep on a pile of garbage bags <laughs> those those also sleep hot <laughs> but yeah. it's on top of a tire fire so. are you there with the, the husk of a hundred roombas yeah that's right. <laughs> we're sorry we failed you Exterminate. <laughs> burn us. Please burn us. Get rid of us. That was, that was, that was the worst Dalek ever. Thank I, you. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying like that's <laughs> the most pathetic Dalek. Just sitting there like all the other Daleks ostracized him, made him go to the dump. <laughs> Please exterminate. <laughs> yeah, if Droopy was a Dalek, right? <laughs> boy, boy. Uh, so the next day, uh, it's it's that night. He goes back because she asks him. She's like, "You're not going back to work tonight, are you?" Oh my you? god, it's and that like, night. Yeah, because yeah, 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 he's yeah, like yeah. holding the sweater, and so he goes back to work that night. He's sitting at his desk. More about the Wyoming mine accident is. Yeah, he's taking notes on his recorder mm-hmm. for the legal counsel that he had been talking to previously. And I was um, like, "Oh my god, he's talking to a recorder." A real reason for somebody to be talking out loud. <laughs> it only took two seasons and an episode. 
Um, but so he's he's going over um, how he wants them to give him figures of what it'll cost to go to court, um, what it'll cost uh, for various scenarios of them not paying out the $30 million. Mm-hmm. Because $30 million... That is I'm, that is too much money. That yeah, is that, even in yeah. They got what they were promised. Right. And so. in nineteen eighty five, that's I mean, guys, thirty million dollars now is a drop in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think they would be happy. I spent that on beer today. <laughs> well, I just found out <laughs> I just found out that the movie Aliens. Yeah. The second alien movie cost sixteen million dollars. Are you I know, kidding? That that's blows, what I, that blows my one mind. Six. Its budget was $16 million. You can't make a an HBO show intro for that anymore. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, that's crazy. And the, and the greatest... thing is, I think that they actually went a little over budget they did. on that movie. They did. I think one of the things that made them over budget was The Queen, the if Queen. I'm not mistaken. The Queen did, so they cut corner. That's well, Save that for Aliens talk. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting at his desk. Doing uh, doing his dictation. Then, what Did they is- just put a Giger painting <laughs> over the shark from Jaws? <laughs> Chum this. <Over> Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was so delighted by that image, I had no, to interrupt with it. I'm no, so I sorry. Saw, I saw you laughing yeah. where I was like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder where she's at. <laughs> well, he's recording, recording. <laughs> Here comes the heart harumphs. So he makes and the clutching. Don't forget, you have to really clutch the middle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's clutching his chest. He's having an obvious heart attack, and he in this makes a phone call to Vita Eterna. Well, it was like. It felt like it was going to be a heart attack, and then it subsided, and yeah. that's when he's like, oh, man, I've got to call Lyle Landley now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, Yeah, it was, I thought it was a heart attack, but then you could see it kind of, so this was another... Harumph. Another harumph. Another pre-heart attack, pre-imminent heart attack, but it scared him enough that he called up Vita Eterna. Yeah, what do they call those earthquakes? Um, oh, oh the, yeah. The, not an aftershock. Not, the, not earthquakes, the... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. Doesn't matter. Good vibrations. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey guys, do you feel those good vibrations? <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people died. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this say- le- this leads to my favorite conversation in the whole episode. Hey, it's me, Henry Harris. What's going on? Ah. Uh, I want to sign up for that uh, life bomb. Well, you'll need surgery. Can you come tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, we can set you up tomorrow. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Like I, yeah, like I'm not even gonna check my schedule. That's just, that's good. I'm a busy guy. Or tell my wife I'm having surgery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's minor surgery. I think he even says like there's some minor surgery involved. Yeah, but surgery is the important word there. Also, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> also, what do I have to do to prepare for it? Nah, nah. Don't worry about it. You know, it's probably after midnight, and he's at least had another glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. So he is not properly prepped for a surgery. He's no. chock no. full of milk. Yeah. 
He's like a he's Roomba. He's on a milk bender. Yeah. He's a Roomba full of dust. <laughs> Could need another bite. So I have to go back to the charging station. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. So he goes home. His wife's in satin sheets. And this is this is probably the best fight we've seen. Oh, yeah. this is this is uh I think this is uh, a couple weeks later, isn't it? Because oh, she shit. talks she talks about how yes. much she hates that thing. He's already gotten used to it. Yeah. Yeah, the alarm clock so the alarm clock goes off and the wife rolls over. He's not in bed. He's already like up and out of the shower, and so they have this argument. She takes off a night mask, one of those like night sleep yep, masks. Yep, yep, yep. Do you guys do people really wear those? Um, I, I have one, okay. but I've always found it uncomfortable. So what I do is I just take an extra, um, pillowcase mm-hmm. and then I put that over. Okay. Because I, when there's light in the room, it's very hard for me to sleep. So okay. those do serve uh, like a legit purpose. Okay. I just, you see a lot of women, especially a lot of like wives in negligees wearing those. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or, or like wives of like rich yes. people. Yes. You know, and the people who could afford blackout curtains. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, granted, you know, or you could just wallpaper the windows. But um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you definitely see that a lot. Like I would expect somebody, I don't know, from like Dallas or Dynasty to have mm-hmm. one of those masks. Yeah. Right. It's a real um, Blanche Devereux like, move. Yeah. yeah. But like on Roseanne, no one wears one of those masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is a status thing. Uh, all right. So the wife doesn't like the thing. They get into this screaming argument. And about- he's, he's got a brush, uh, um, uh, the, like a lather brush for, for shaving mm-hmm. and he's got it in his hand and he keeps shaking it. And it's got just like, just a tiny little wisp of shaving cream on the end for them to indicate to you that he was about to shave. Maybe. Right. <laughs> um, and so they're just going at it. They're just back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. You never spend time with me. I've got to work, you know, in order to, to provide so that I can All retire early. Masks. Because I want to retire. <laughs> um, well, uh, isn't it about time we had a little fun around here? Oh, yeah. She was sounding like a real floozy. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, she's in a lacy night. night-y. Yeah. Like she, she is, is throwing herself she at her is husband. She, she's like thirsty. She and the thirst is real. He has not laid the pipe. So I, has I, been, I don't yeah. know if you guys picked up on this or not. Oh. But when he's telling her, um, and in fact, in in this conversation, um, before they really start to argue, he tells her that maple tree out front needs some work. What am I even paying that gardener for? She fucking the gardener. Oh yeah, that's just that's just something yeah. that yeah. because she's always getting after him to like, hey, you don't pay attention to me, blah blah blah. It's a very layered what relationship. Is the, what does the gardener even do around mm-hmm. here? I can tell you what the gardener does mm-hmm. around here. Yeah, he's making sure that the he's something else some is hedges. pruned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I'm in the hedges. I don't want to watch this, but I don't know how to leave the room. I, I'm not programmed to leave. 
<laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome and that if you did something embarrassing in front of a Roomba, it would just leave? <laughs> like the Roomba. Basically, the, it, would, it would stop. It would wait there for a would, few seconds. You'd see and it then turn. just turn around slowly. <laughs> As if to say, like, I'm not hanging around for this. It wouldn't even have the brushes going. <laughs> They're having this huge argument. And then all of a sudden... (laughs) And then we get the greatest piece of stop motion Motion. ever set to film or video. Since Harryhausen himself. (laughs) Yeah, it uh, it was pretty sweet. I mean, it was... He falls to the floor and you see this stop motion... Ace bandage. bandage. Red ace bandages start to go around him and wrap him up. Um, And, I mean, it's only like three or four seconds that you see the animation Mm -hmm. going on. And then it cuts to her and she's like, ah, uh, what? And then it goes back to him and he's in the giant glazed cookie, right? Right. And so, what is she doing? It's like an empanada. It's like a safety empanada. It's kind of, ooh, man. I love empanadas too. Yeah, me too. Well, is he in the hospital now? Yeah. So oh, well, it'll remember it, it keeps him alive until they get him to the hospital. Yeah, so and now I we think, cut to the hospital. Yeah. He's in the hospital. Um Harris is there. Well, his wife is with him first and she's like, This is your cue. You have to slow down. I can't slow down. I I I've got stuff to do with those miners and uh and I'm I'm still waiting for Congress and reasons. And she is straight up a sex pot. She's in a leather skirt. She is like, look, you're going to lose a good lady here. You need to slow down. I'm going to go back to that Pat Benatar video where you found me. (laughs) We are young. All right. See you later. Uh, So Harris comes to visit. And uh, wants to talk to him. Uh, they ask the wife to please step out. She's like, sure, I'm not part of anything anyway, ever. I have a gardener to talk to. It's not like I have power of attorney in right. this relationship. So, yeah. Uh, so he and Harris start to talk about, um, you know, is this a good idea for him to have? Does he want to keep doing this? Is uh, he's, he's starting to have some second thoughts about the life bomb, even though it just saved his life. Yeah, yeah, but th- this one's not as bad. This is just a this little. Is, well, this is. Yeah, I think it. I think he gets more worried with the answers that Henry is giving him mm-hmm. when he's asking more about the. Uh, why don't more people have this? I think is what really starts it because that's when he starts going into, well, the insurance companies. Um, basically run this whole outfit Mm -hmm. their job is to keep you alive yeah because he is so high risk it's cheaper to keep him alive than Than to pay out his huge insurance policies because um something we we neglected to bring up uh during their initial conversation was how much money he was insured for i've got insurances for everything Mm -hmm. i've got millions in insurance and that's when he's like, oh, that's death insurance. We're talking about life, life insurance. insurance. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So our man Martin cannot get out of Life Bomb until he loses his, his insurance, until he lo- leaves his company. Yep. Right. So cut to him at work again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And his wife is there. His Yeah, his wife is there. And she's like, I had to set up a meeting with your secretary just to get in to tell you I'm leaving. And he's like, what? No, wait, hold on. You know, I, I I just need a little bit more time. There's just a lot of stuff going on right now. I just need a little bit more time. Mr. Martin, Senator on line one. Uh, well, wait, okay, hold on. Just one second. Senator, politics, politics, politics. Business, she business, business. leaves. She just, yeah, she's just like, fuck it, I'm out. Yep. And he starts really giving it to the senator about how I've been waiting two weeks to hear back from you. And... You're you're about to lose the biggest job creator in the state. And it was a real modern fairy tale. <laughs> it was a real uh, uh, trade negotiations from uh, uh, the the first Star Wars uh, prequel. That's <laughs> so bad. So I'm not even going to give it. The he name. was talking to one of the viceroys. That's right. That yeah. <laughs> We must have no. I'm not even doing it. No, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Terrible stereotype. Don't do it. Well, anyway, he has another heart attack, guys. Yeah, uh, another heart attack. We don't we don't actually see the explosion this time. The explosion is just implied. We only had the budget to do it once, (laughs) unless they could get him to fall in exactly the same spot. (laughs) For some reason, for some reason, there's a bed in his office that we didn't notice. Um, so it cuts back to him in the hospital, and this time I have to admit. Um, maybe it was the lighting or maybe they just added a little bit more makeup, but he really looked a lot sicker this time and he looked more pathetic and just worn out. Yeah. And he's like, I I don't think I can do this anymore. This isn't how I want to live. Yeah. This like, I I can't do this anymore. And the guy's like, well, so that's the thing. You kind of don't have a choice. And he's like, what do do you mean I don't have a choice? Well, so as we've stated before. The insurance company is keeping you alive, and so long as you are with the company, the insurance company is going to keep you alive. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, you're you're doing this over and over and over yeah. and over. So then until, I wrote until it's you leave shitty Groundhog's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so until you leave the company, this is it. Right. And he's like, well, no, I, this isn't what I signed up for. Well, actually, this is what you signed up for. If you would have read the contract, mm-hmm. this is what you were promised. Oh, throwback to the miners. Yeah. I, I, I wrote that down because I noticed like, oh, they're tying it back. Haha, morality tale. Oh, I didn't even catch that line. Well done, Matt. Nice I didn't work, catch Matt. it either. Well, because I was actually paying attention to this episode, because it wasn't full. It wasn't full of bananas, right? Yeah. I mean, this thing was <laughs> this thing was actually like an, a real episode yeah. I could take notes on. So yeah, yeah. And that was the episode. They roll credits pretty much right yeah. on that. Yeah, part. where it's well, I mean, I think they I think they focus on his face a little bit, where he's just like uh, uh, he's at a loss. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he knows this is his life until he leaves, and the whole reason why he was doing this job was to provide for his family because some of his kids had fallen into a little bit of trouble with the law. Um, with the IRS and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, now his wife has left. He's going to have to go through an expensive divorce. Mm-hmm. This is his life now. There's no way and he can And as a very sick man. Yeah. I mean, it's so... I thought that that was a very 
solid ending. Yeah. Yep. Now that is a twist of fate theater, theater yes. ending. Absolutely, yeah. yes. It's it's actually it, it it kind of makes me sad that they don't have more stuff from the writer of this particular episode. I was thinking the same thing because thought, if he's only got one IMDb credit, yeah, that I I would have liked to have seen more. Yeah, yeah I thought the structure, I thought the pacing of this episode really was well great. paced. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean it. And you they got a lot in 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 the twenty three minutes. It didn't yeah. feel like there was any filler. Yeah, no. yeah. No, I mean there really there really wasn't. This was this was an episode of TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, so the, far the, the season, first season two. Yeah, the fr- so far season two is it has a pretty good batting average, right? Yeah. Let's see if it can keep it, uh, Jen. <laughs> uh, give us a scale, please. Uh, scale of one to ten Roombas. <laughs> How many uh, how many Roombas would you give this episode, Matt? Um, I'm hovering between six and seven. Okay, I'm at seven Roombas right now. Okay, I am at uh, I'm gonna give it six. I'm gonna give it six Roombas. Okay, so that averages out to about six and a half. Okay, yeah, six, right. and, six, and, six, half six and a half Roombas. Man. That's a solid episode. I mean, there is there's a there's a really um, noticeable difference in quality Already. so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, also just the, the set. The set. That, yeah. Yeah. Like I noticed when they're in the the hospital and like the wife leaves and like leaves down the hallway, that hallway didn't end right there. Like <laughs> she left and she walked down an actual hallway. When she closes the door, you don't see the wall yeah. sway. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a set from Dolomite. Right, right. right. <laughs> uh, just contact paper on cardboard. <laughs> You're tough. You know how to roll, roll with, with the punches. punches. <laughs> uh, did anybody have uh, an alternate name for the episode? Hmm. No, you know, I actually didn't write one down. But uh, I, I wrote down Martin's Nest, but because his name is Martin, no, and that I thing is it, like a nest. A yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at jokes. I can just, I just sweep up. One tablespoon of cat hair. Oh, is that something wet? I better go away. We'll see you later. Uh, Adios. I have no other name. My first thought is like, mind pack for life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. uh, Yeah. I'm really happy with this episode. Yeah. I don't Take have any complaints. I I hope that the quality does not decline. Yeah, the the I'm, I'm nervous. Slightly now. worried that we've talked about how good season two is. Yeah, we never we go have downhill. only set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Um, but you know you've got to think like if if season two is like just a total shit fest, right? That there wouldn't be a season three and four, or at least. You would hope there wouldn't be. Well, based though. on season one, I really couldn't tell you why there's a season, <laughs> season two. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Except for inside the closet. Yep. Anything else, you guys? Anything else going on with you? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, well, we're officially on Gabber Media. <gasps> Yay, Gabber Media! We did it. Uh, we did it. So if your uh, iTunes re- rediscovered every single episode, sorry about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> We uh, we hope you were on Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, haven't mentioned this in a while, but we uh, we've watched all of these episodes on Shutter. 
Uh, you can get the Shutter app. It's an attachment for your Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, it's, it's also, also a standalone, standalone network app for uh, for both. Uh, iOS and Android. Perfect. Um, and we will also watch some episodes on the DVDs themselves, which we have gotten from uh, Amazon.com for like 25 bucks. Pretty Four cheap. Seasons. Is, the, uh, is the publisher for that Anchor Bay? Or I CBS? Don't know. Oh, you're right. It's, yeah. it's, it's CBS. Yeah. We got another shout out to Sean Cloran. Uh, thank you, Sean, for letting us know that um, while we do watch the episodes on Shudder, uh, the DVD set has two episodes that never aired, Akbar's Daughter and The Attic Suite. Uh, I am excited to see those and find out why they did not air. Because we are completionists. Yes, that's right. You know, actually, I, I noticed something in this episode. I don't know if, if, if you guys heard it or not. I'm sure it was cut, um, or or the audio was um, was cut for this particular scene. But it sounded like when he was talking to the um, the senator, he said "Christ," mm. where he was just something along the lines of "Christ." I thought you were going to get back to me two weeks ago, and I really couldn't think of any other word hmm. that you would have started with like that. Crunky cripes. <laughs> Uh, it, is cripes I mean, a thing? Cripes, cripe. Oh yeah, cripes absolutely, and especially okay. especially in the eighties. My dad used to say it all the time. Hmm. Um, oh, but, for uh, cripes' sake! Oh, cropsy. Yeah. <laughs> not cr- not, no, cropsy. not cropsy. Not cropsy. Yeah, you don't want to. You want to summon that. <laughs> Slasher Dave does our theme music. You guys are beautiful. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Google Play. Write us a review on any of those. I think you can do that on all three. I think so. It yep. helps us out, helps other people find the show. And makes uh, you feel good. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash T from the dark side. That is also our email is T from the dark side at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And our Twitter is TFTDS pod. Boom. Boom. That's it. Yeah. The end. All right. Thanks so much, you guys. Good episode. Good app. Good app. Good app. Good talk. Hey, you want to watch another episode next week? Yeah. Yeah, why don't we? Yeah. Okay. Um, But I think I should do something. uh, I wrote it down. Um, Oh, okay. It's, oh, no, it's in Sanskrit. Matt. Oh, no. Can you read it? Yeah, Matt's the only one here who can translate Uh, Sanskrit. Try to enjoy the daylight? Ah, That was it. That was it. Okay. All right. All right. Later, bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs>